Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Annapolis. Start your 2024 off right with some new clothes from Leon Tailoring. Something new, something tailor-made, something ready-made, or something custom-made. they got the finest in men's and ladies' apparels, and they also take care of you as well. They've been around for almost a near 100 years and some change, and don't stick around that long unless you're getting it right. So get on over to Leon Tailoring, tell them Abdul sent you, and they'll take care of you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Is this the first one this year? Yeah, first one. Because I missed Abdul, I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, how are you? So is my wife, so yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Everybody ready? Can you come back? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Good to see everyone again. I think it's my first one this year, so... Good to be back. Obviously, we're we're rolling here into a short session. One more week to go uh, next week, but um, uh, the pace is uh, picking up uh, as, as we move along. Obviously, we're very happy to see the uh, 13th check bill get passed. It was something House Democrats. Not only do we talk a lot about it last year uh, during the whole budget discussion, Representative Porter uh, certainly been a leader on this issue for our caucus. Uh, passed the. Um, it was one of the things that I talked about in my opening day speech. So, uh, with that and with other bills uh, that our, our caucus members are uh, moving forward. Uh, we're glad to see that. Representative Garcia Wilburn, Representative Gore, as uh, well as others that uh, have um, uh, bills being heard next week in committee. So uh, with that, I'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. Uh, any thoughts on uh, what's going on with reading here in the state of Indiana? Obviously, our read scores are down. Uh, but they, 10 years ago, they were like 91%, but they've been slowly dropping over time. Mm-hmm. Is it time to invest in more money or more tutor, or it's just going to maybe go back to what was done back in 2012 when the scores were like 91%? Yeah, or, or when Democrats were in charge prior to 2012. That'd probably be a good start. Because when I see that when the when these things started to go down, it's when House Republicans and, and the supermajority took over. So it's certainly um, uh, what has what have they been trying to do, obviously, has not been working. And um, I'll be uh, really anxious to see uh, uh, what the discussion is going to be with regards to uh, this whole notion of, of um, uh, holding third graders back. Obviously, the data is going to show that it really doesn't work, particularly in our minority communities. And uh, what we've been saying all along is um, uh, let's be more proactive, more mo- more money on the front end with regards to pre-K, uh, full-day kindergarten, those sorts of things, uh, invest in summer uh, school, all those type of things so that we can make sure kids are reading. Because we know, and th- th- again, the data will show this, that if kids aren't reading, uh, aren't doing well past third grade, it's really difficult to get caught up. And we're, we, we there's opportunities there that, unfortunately, we're going to lose kids forever. Uh, Uh, So that's why we need to invest more on the front end. I'm curious what your take is on dedicated lanes. We just talked to Speaker Houston, and he said that he would like to see a comprehensive conversation about road funding, but didn't really answer if he still supports getting rid of the dedicated lanes. What's your take on this conversation? We've seen businesses pull out. It's been, you know, the talk of the town this whole week. Literally, yeah, talk of Indianapolis. Well, so I I think there are... um, Maybe maybe just me. I don't think so. I think there's many in our caucus that have, are a little exhausted by this conversation. Uh, we've been hearing about there's a particular senator that keeps bringing up every session. <laughs> and, um, you know, maybe it's time to uh, put the brakes on it, so to speak. And uh, if, you, if you want a comprehensive look, that's fine. Or let's move forward uh, w- with the plan that's been in place and see how that works. 
Do you think so? And an issue like dedicated lanes, all the talk is obviously about Indianapolis because that's where where Senator Freeman is is aiming his ire. But it would affect the entire state of Indiana. In fact, we heard from someone from Fort Wayne who said it would screw up their plans for their mass transit system. Do you think Republicans know they're screwing with the whole state and not just Indianapolis? I yeah, I I don't know what they know or don't know or understand. But I will say this. Public transportation is very important uh, for the state of Indiana, particularly our, uh, you know, the urban communities in Fort Wayne, Indianapolis. Let's keep in mind on all these bills that affect Indianapolis, um, Indianapolis is the driver of the economy for the state of Indiana. So anything that we can do to, to uh, build up uh, Indianapolis, we have the NBA All-Star Game coming here, all kinds of great conventions, but it's just not Indianapolis, Fort Wayne, South Bend, other cities that are, want to have a robust uh, public transportation system. When we're talking Talking about needing to get employees to uh, employment, all kinds of things. We need uh, a robust uh, public transportation system uh, in our state. So anything that we're doing to um, uh, stop that from happening is, is, is a bad thing, and it will stop our, our state from growing. Uh, speaking of speaking of uh, the bus lanes, also ties to the economic development district, and also the to the no right turn uh, on red. Mm-hmm. Uh, House Republicans have usually said they're for local government, having the locals make the decision until they're not. Um, your thoughts on? Well, you know, look, um, I can only speak on from uh, uh, Fort Wayne, for example, has had an um, we call it the did downtown improvement district. It's been in place since I think 2006 or seven. Um, I had the, the House Democrats came up for a meeting uh, in August of Fort Wayne and thought the city looked great. Uh, the crews were out there cleaning up the city. We have events um, d- throughout the summer, um, all, you know, the holiday season, all that thing and or- all those things in order to attract people to downtown. And it's really great. And the businesses love it. The, 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 the residents that live downtown love it. And they contribute to this. And um, it enhances down, downtown. It brings more people downtown. And it's really a great thing over. I, have, I, I just cannot believe that there's this t- type of objection to that. I really am very surprised uh, as in spite of all the things that we've uh, heard and read about uh, downtown. I think in, downtown Indianapolis is, is, is doing very well. This will only enhance it even more. We saw the things that were happening over the summer uh, at the circle and all, all those type of things to uh, make it a more attractive place to be. And um, I, I think it's really silly that they want to get rid of this. How do you feel about the progress of uh, Rep. Johnson's vulnerable road users bill? I'm still new to this, but it feels like a Democratic bill making the kind of progress it has is good for your party. <laughs> uh, getting bills heard in, in general. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, because of course, because every bill we file is awesome and, and it's going to really improve the state. And and uh, so, so so we love it. Um, and I, I two things that I, mean, I think we passed 14 or 15 House Democrat bills last year. Uh, they weren't m- minor either. They were, they, were, they were, in all seriousness, very, very good. And and um, I think it's a testament to our members who work with the, count, the uh, committee chairs and, and approach them in a professional manner. And um, um, and, and so we want to cope, hope to continue to do that in this session and, and, and beyond. Can you get some discussion on the growing discussion on AI? There seemed to be unanimous agreement today that let's put a disclaimer on ads that use AI. Thoughts on... Are you a real reporter? That would be a question for me, actually. <laughs> well, it, it's... Um, I find it very intriguing because um, it's, it's something that's new. We're not used to it. Obviously, um, anytime... We, we always want to make sure that we're putting guardrails on these things so that they don't get out of control. There's no abuse. Um, uh, 
particularly you know with, with election season coming up the the ability to ma manipulate uh, things on in video and mailings and things like that um, uh, could be a real danger very dangerous so uh, I think that anything we can to kind of while while be in support of we also want to make sure that it's not out of control and um, and unwielding uh, results that we may not want to see in the last couple of years it seems like you guys have had more luck when it comes to your bills making it to the finish line as compared to maybe a few years ago what do you think is, is leading to that do you think there's more split on the other side of the aisle where you guys are working with more people or this is just yeah. a curiosity question it, to be it, honest it, with you. it's not luck it's really not it's 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 skill it's ability it's uh, it's the um uh, the build, the language, the bills themselves, I think, honestly, are really good. We're, we're, I, I filed one in the house. Um, Senator Holden has the same. It's going to, hopefully, knock on wood, going to come over. It's already got out of committee, uh, come here. It's a local issue. But um, I really do think our folks take the time. They work on these things uh, during the summer, summer, summer study committees, work with the other side of the aisle, and um, we do our best. We they're not all going to get heard. We, we recognize that. Um, all the Republican bills don't get heard either. So, uh, so we do our best we can and, and I think make a really good faith effort in filing um, serious bills uh, that are going to be that are we've always prided ourselves on being pragmatic problem solvers. We're here to, to solve problems for Hoosiers and enhance their lives. Anything that we can do with that by bringing good bills forward, we will. Uh, Jamie Nolt, the uh, Clark County chairman, uh, is in a little bit of legal trouble to, to put it mildly down to the down in uh, that neck of the woods, Jeffersonville. Uh, I've been told a lot of Republicans are seem to like Chernobyl. They just want to stay away from it. Uh, if he stays in that position, do you see options for pickups for Democrats in southern Indiana, particularly he ran years ago saying he wanted to get rid of corruption in <laughs> Jeffersonville? I don't really know much about this person or the uh, the chair. I will tell you that um, uh, we will have candidates working hard all summer and and um, uh, hope to you know field as many as possible and um, and win some races in the fall. Do you think the state has sufficient controls in place to prevent another instance of education enrollment fraud? Um, I, I'm always. Are you referring to the um, latest thing this week? Yeah. Um, obviously, you've. Well, let me put it this way: House Democrats have put up amendments after amendments to try to put these guardrails in place, and I don't mean to use the same term over and over, but to do to do just that. I've always maintained once dollars, public dollars, if you will, start to leave uh, and what I mean by that, to go to charters, virtual charters, vouchers. How many times have we been wanting transparency for vouchers? Uh, anytime uh, public funding of dollars sort of leaves that sphere of oversight, you're just asking for trouble. And this is not just in Indiana, by the way. We've seen this happen in Arizona and other states where they they're, 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 there's abuse of these cards. You know, they put money on these, these cards are where parents can go use those for, to purchase product, uh, uh, school supplies and things like that. We've seen abuse there. So you got to be very careful, and it doesn't surprise me at all that what we've seen in the past, particularly with that virtual charter school situation. Regarding House Bill 1003, I don't know how closely you followed this, but <laughs> House Republicans walked back a provision that would have concerned environmental laws and oversight by them, um, moving it away from that ultimate authority clause and kind of keeping it the way it was. I didn't know if you would follow that or what your thoughts were on that. Um, yeah, I don't know if I remember that specifically. I just thought Representative Pierce did a, a, a nice job at the microphone, um, uh, you know, with regards to, um, you know, sort of the second line of defense, if you will, with regard to the judges and their authority and things like that. But um, so I don't know if I really can answer that specifically, I, but 
answer on that. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.